Episode 158, Protect This Four-Letter Word. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, Elite Educators. Did you tune in to episode 155 with my edgy buddy, Angela Watson? We talked all about balance and productivity. If you struggle in this area, listen up. Don't let anyone make you feel like you're to blame or you just need to manage your time better. There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is the overwhelming demands of the job. And when you're overwhelmed, you don't have the time, the energy, or the mental bandwidth to figure out how to change. And you're too exhausted to follow through anyway. You need an actual plan, a teacher-tested system that's guaranteed to work and ongoing support so you don't have to figure everything out on your own. Well, Angela created the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club, which is the solution to teacher overwhelm. It is a professional development on productivity. It's for teachers by a teacher to help you trim three, five, or even 10 plus hours off of your work week. So Angela's dedicated the past four years to developing and refining the club materials so that there's a proven system that has freed thousands of educators to be their best selves both in and outside of the classroom. So Each month, she gives you a plan for simplifying one aspect of your teaching, and you can use as many or as few strategies as you'd like. They're just some few small tweaks to your mindset and your daily routine and one area, and you're going to start moving the needle. That way, you feel relief from overwhelm immediately. You can even jump in and out of the resources whenever it's convenient for you. Some teachers read over them with a cup of coffee on Saturday mornings, and others listen to the audio version during their Monday morning commutes. There's literally no pressure to keep up or do it all. That would just create more overwhelm, right? So use only the ideas and the printables that jump out to you through a quick skim of the month's materials, and you can always come back to anything you skipped later, as you'll keep your access to all the materials for the rest of your teaching career. No extra cost. Here's what you get if you decide to join the club clear, actionable, classroom-tested steps. And that's for 52 weeks. You get a positive, supportive community. You've got coaches and thousands of other teachers that are going to share ideas, answer your questions, and provide encouragement and accountability. Printables and templates. That's more than $450 worth of forms and teacher resources, plus free bonus materials like video trainings, the 40 hour teacher workweek list making system, and the big five tips for teacher productivity. You get a PD certificate that adds up to 104 continuing education hours. And lastly, ongoing support indefinitely. You've got lifetime access to the membership site and the Facebook community. So if you're like, yes, 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 I need this, here's what you need to do. Go to 40htw.com. That stands for the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek. And when you're purchasing, just enter my name, Gretchen Bridgers, or you can put my email, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com, as the person that's referring you. Early bird access has already opened on June 5th. 
That means there's access to all the June club materials, which is summer planning, home organization, bonus materials, and sharing ideas in the Facebook group. The official open dates for the 40-hour Teacher Workweek Club is July 1st through 18th. That is it. So all of you elite educators deserve to take charge of your professional and personal life. And the 40-hour Teacher Workweek Club is the answer to finding your zen. In fact, the motto states, small changes add up to big results. So sign up today. Remember, visit 40htw.com. And when you're purchasing, enter my name, Gretchen Bridgers, or my email, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com, as the person that referred you. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. Hey, hey, Elite Educators. It's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thank you for tuning in another week of a great lesson. I am sure you are very intrigued based on the title of this podcast episode. It's been an interesting week of something really tugging at my heart that I've got to talk to you about. (laughs) And I'll tell you the story in just a minute. But I did want to give you a shout out for being an elite educator because it's summertime. You could be doing anything else but listening to a podcast to help hone your craft. So I thank you for prioritizing your own development as an educator, for your desire to gain tips and tricks, and to stay connected throughout these summer months so that in the fall you are ready to hit the ground running. This particular podcast episode is especially for teachers in distress or transition, but obviously a good reminder for all of us, uh, especially me, or I wouldn't be on the mic talking to you about it. We're going to talk about a four-letter word that gets a bad rap, but really is the most important thing that we should be prioritizing in our daily routine. So let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. A quick reminder, this show goes to every other week, the end of July, due to our second daughter's arrival, but you'll still hear from me every week, whether it's a blog post or a podcast episode. So just make sure you subscribe, uh, especially grab my Edu Tips and Freebies newsletter that comes out once a month. Just go to alwayslesson.com. You'll get all hooked up with everything you need to continue to hear from me on a consistent basis. I'm excited to chat with you teachers in distress or transition because it has been almost 10 episodes, which is 10 weeks since I've put something out, especially for you. And that is just too long for an episode just for you. I'm so sorry about that. I know my episode title and intro teaser created a little mystery in your mind about, you know, which four-letter word I could possibly be referring to, and it's not as exciting as you might think, but I had a mind-blown moment this week that really made me realize I had to take the time to talk to you about something very simple, but very important, and that is rest. And I don't mean sleep or a little R&R. I do mean some serious tank refueling rest, like passion projects, downtime, me time, vacations, takeout, whatever lights your candle. We got to get back to that. And let me tell you why this hit me so hard and why you need to hear this too. Because there is a difference between just being tired and being depleted. And that depleted part is really what I want to dive into in this episode and give you a few tips and strategies so that you can get your groove back. So the rationale for this topic is I was scrolling through my personal Instagram feed and I came across a pastor named Craig Rochelle and he had a status that said, 
Last week at 9.30 a.m., some good friends asked Amy Groeschel, that's his wife, and I if we could get to Florida that day. Honestly, we rarely ever do anything spontaneous, but after a hard season of work, we dropped everything and booked afternoon flights to Florida. Though we're not always great at practicing it, we've come to realize that one of the most spiritual things we can do is hashtag rest. I've grown to realize that there is a difference between being tired and being depleted. If we're simply tired, a nap can solve our problem. But when we are depleted, we need to do something that refills us. And he talks a little bit more about what that could be. And he ends his Instagram status saying, Now that we're back, we don't just feel rested, we are refilled. And so you don't even have to be, you know, a believer or be religious of any kind to understand what he's saying here and how it applies to um, pretty much all of us, <laughs> especially me. And I'll share my own testimony later in the episode. But what is so funny is that hit me and I was like, oh gosh, okay, I want to talk about that. I like that idea about being tired versus depleted because the way we attack both those problems is so different. Well, a few moments passed, I decided to kind of simmer on that for a moment as a possible topic sometime in the near future. And I saw a Facebook status. I know I spend too much time on social media (laughs) in one of my mommy groups that said, a friend of mine said this today, and it really resonated with me, especially as a working, still very new mom who doesn't ask for help. Thought someone else might need to hear it. So here's the quote. Don't run yourself into the ground trying to keep yourself afloat. And I was like, dang. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. And it cracked me up because I had just wrote in my notes app, like, okay, let's talk about this whole rest and depleted thing. And then I come up to this about, God, this is, this spoke to me about my situation because I totally ran myself into the ground just trying to stay afloat. So I'm like, okay, these two things, man, these go together and we've got to talk about this. And it made me just even think we should be six feet up instead of six feet under. And I think that's why a lot of us are in distress or we're transitioning because we just can't even get enough momentum to get out of this wading water, you know, just trying to tread water, trying to keep our head afloat. You know, we want to get out of the mud and muck and stop struggling and stop being miserable and stop being so tired and depleted. Well, I had written that in addition to the other note in my notes app. And funny enough, as I started um, later on in the week, kind of typing a, a gist of my thoughts in a Word document, I took a break (laughs) to do nothing other than get on Instagram again, but my professional Instagram account, which is I follow different people on each account. And I stumbled upon another message about our four letter word rest. And this is from love teach bless. And she had quite the catchy image and it said, don't feel guilty for resting. And the caption underneath that image said, the summer's yours and yours alone. What you do with your time is personal. Don't feel guilty for taking this time to rest and restore. You deserve it. I'm like, okay, I'm getting the hint. I I think I have a little choice in discussing this topic. And I'm almost afraid to take any more breaks in fear of what prompting message I'm going to come across next. Uh, You know, am I being haunted by this four letter word? You know, the rest fairy? I don't know. 
But I like how she also kind of talked about the rest versus depleted. She called it, you know, rest and restore as a way to be proactive. And that restore part is really what I want to talk about. Because yes, we all know we need to rest and you have plenty of strategies to rest. But I really want to talk about beyond that, the one that gets us into trouble, the one that makes us want to walk away, the one that makes us feel we just can't do it another day. So I have a few thoughts I want to share, and then I'll get into the tips and strategies. So first, I want to address the idea of spontaneity. And so as Craig Rochelle was mentioning, it isn't in his nature as well as mine to just, you know, out of the blue book a flight to Florida the day of when asked by a friend. And he has, all his kids are grown and out of the house. So it's a little bit easier probably at that season of his life. (laughs) If it were me, you better just forget it because I've got a kid. I've got another one on the way. I've got a dog. So the logistics of, you know, just up and going is just, just overwhelming even thinking about it. But there are other ways that I can force myself to be spontaneous because it's not so much about what you decide to do with that time, but it's how you went about carving out that time. If you live your life like me, it's very planned and scheduled. That actually can lead to being overwhelmed. And as much as, you know, I pretend that having a plan eases my anxiety, filling up my to-do list and my planner actually adds to my mental plate. And when I'm exhausted, the idea of attacking each of these items is paralyzing. You know, I remember growing up, um, my dad would come home and he'd talk about something different for dinner, you know, than my mom had planned. And I don't know, let's just use pizza, let's say. And she would absolutely become frazzled. (laughs) Like, I already took the meat out of the freezer to thaw and I have all the ingredients lined up on the counter ready to go. No, we can't do it. I guess you can see where I get this from. So, And my dad would laugh, you know, we can bump this dinner to another day. Like, let's go have fun right now. And that's actually why my parents work really well together, because he pushes her to loosen up and she pushes him to tighten up. And my dad didn't often win <laughs> any of any of his suggestions. Um, I guess you can tell who ran the house on the day-to-day there, but uh, it stuck out to me that I never wanted to be like that. Like, I want to go have fun. Why does my mom have to say no to all the fun stuff? Because she has meat on the counter. It's so ridiculous. Just put it in the fridge and let's go have some fun. Well, fast forward to adulthood. You know, I can't say that I fulfilled that childhood desire to be loosey-goosey and live in the moment because I'm sure that when my husband pulls something on me last minute, you know, I go into a tailspin too. But guess what? Who cares? Like, what does it really matter in the end? You know, the fun of being spontaneous actually releases endorphins, which is quite the mood booster. So I'm giving myself the advice as well as you that we need to make room to live a little. And by giving ourselves permission to be spontaneous, we're allowing our bodies to actually recoup, you know, lessening anxiety and stress and giving us a boost of energy and happiness. Uh, Sign me up for that. So that is definitely one way to not just rest, but also to refill ourselves is to not be so planned and not stare at that to-do list and just go live in the moment. We've got to make room to be spontaneous. Second, I want to address that idea that Craig Rochelle mentioned about being tired versus depleted. He's 100% right. There is quite the difference. And so many days after teaching, I would come home, I'd crash on the couch, either I'd nap or watch loads of dumb reality shows, anything to unwind. You know, I was simply 
tired. But I was ready to do it all over again the next day after that little bit of respite. But then there came a time in my career where I was so run down that daily couch dumping and TV watching couldn't revive me. And that's the dangerous part. And that's where I'm worried that you are right now. That's when you start rethinking your career choice or your school location or the class makeup or whatever. And do you remember that Facebook status that I mentioned earlier in the episode about running yourself into the ground, trying to stay afloat? I loved that idea because that is totally what happened to me. I was just trying to get through. I was treading water. I was actually sinking. I was less productive, less effective, certainly less happy. And that did no one any good. So here's where you need to think about that word depleted. Only you know what's going to bring you back to life. No one can tell you. So you got to stop, you know, the pity party and really start thinking proactively about what you can do to start climbing your way out of the hole. Maybe it's changing grade levels or schools. Maybe it's finding a mentor that you resonate more with. Maybe it's attending a unique PD session of your choice with your edgy friends. And I love two very specific ones. Happy Go Teach and Get Your Teach On. Go ahead and Google those if you're looking for some fun learning. Um, Figure out what is one thing you can do to help you avoid running further into the ground and not just, you know, stay afloat, but to flourish once again. You know, maybe some of that spontaneous behavior will help take care of the problem too. Lastly, I want to address the idea between rested and refilled that Craig Rochelle brought up. Just like there's a difference between tired and depleted, there's a huge difference between being rested and refilled. And if you remember, Love, Teach, Bless talk about being rested and restored. And both of those are exactly what we want to get to. You know, we want a long-term rest, which is being refilled. And yes, we want to be rested in the process. But like I shared in my situation, there's going to come a day where rest just won't cut it. You got to do some soul searching and rebuild yourself. And that's that refilling your passion bucket as a teacher. And that last Instagram quote hit home in terms of granting yourself permission to recharge, refuel, rebalance, etc. And so in addition to being more spontaneous and changing something in your situation to refill your tank, you got to give yourself permission to take a time out. You know, some of you took a year off to just recalibrate some drop to become a TA. So it's not, you know, a full break, but a welcomed one. Uh, Some decided to advance out of the classroom to take on, you know, a bigger impact, but have a change in their daily work. You know, whatever course of action that you plan to take, are taking or have taken in the past, just be gracious to yourself. Accept your situation that it requires some attention. It's an emergency because this is now affecting your career longevity. Uh, And then give yourself permission to pause, you know, to rest and totally be okay with it. And if you don't ever do it, you're never going to fully recoup because you're just going to add more anxiety to your plate, worrying about what other people think of you or you're punishing yourself for getting into the situation, etc. And summer is a great time to go on strike with all things education that we can rest and refill. You know, I, for the longest time, taught summer school or led summer camps or nannied or tutored kids. And those things were adding to my problem. You know, no wonder I can never crawl out of the hole I created for myself. I was with kids 24-7. So I eventually took a retail job one year. I was in the banking industry for another summer. I mean, jobs and activities just unrelated to teaching that it completely re-energized me to go, you know, gung-ho back in the fall. So if you're depleted, 
go rogue. You're not less of an educator because you need a break. And at this point, if you don't take a break, you risk your career because you can't possibly last long at this pace and at this mental place. So besides my advice that I've given you, I did put together some action steps for you and I was feeling a bit more creative (laughs) than usual this week. So I decided to put them into an easy to remember acronym. Yes, you guessed it. The acronym is our four letter word, R-E-S-T, REST. So here we go. R, respect yourself and your situation. That means you got to love yourself first so you can love others second. E, excuse yourself. Allow yourself to take a break without guilt. S, seize the moment. I want you to live spontaneously to bring back your joy. And T, take a detour. Do something unrelated to fill your desire to jump back in. So that's it. R-E-S-T. Respect yourself. Excuse yourself. Seize the moment. Take a detour. And I know you can get out of this funk. We need to just keep fighting. I am totally here for you if you want to take this conversation a step further. Just email me, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com. We need great teachers in the classroom. We need people who are passionate about education. You would have never become an educator if you didn't have a deep desire to make an impact. You are just in this funk where you need to be rested, refilled, refueled, reborn, And I gave you strategies in this episode to do just that. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on protecting the four-letter word rest so that you're not only physically and mentally rested, but also refilled and refueled to go make a difference in the lives of kids for many years to come. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. (laughs) 